Hey guys, welcome. Another week, another podcast. You're listening to Forever Bold, where your favorite photographer and your hostess, Kay Bosch, will be bringing you weekly episodes on mom life, photography, hot topics, and all of the juicy things in between. Definitely stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm so glad that you guys are on with me. Today we are going to be talking about boundaries. And if uh, you haven't heard our first episode when Samantha Kearley was on, she is also on again today. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Samantha, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Yep. Awesome. I'm going to let you introduce yourself a little bit. Oh, sorry. I cut you off. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Hi guys. I'm Samantha Kearley. I'm a photographer located in Newfoundland. I was born and raised in the heart of Annapolis Valley, but moved to Newfoundland with my husband. We have two beautiful kids and I've been a photographer now for the last five years and just recently two months ago decided to go full-time. That's amazing. I'm so still like so happy for you that you made the jump. Me too. It was scary at first but yeah it always is but it's awesome once you get going and things are popping and you're just like wow like it just yeah. ends up being like that thing where it's such a nervous thing at first where you're just like, do I take the plunge? Am I ready? Am I going to fall on my face? Yes, definitely. I was so nervous, but now like I couldn't imagine doing anything else. I love this so much. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but the important thing is you started. So you're getting yes. there. <laughs> so today we are talking about boundaries, like I was saying, and how important and vital it is to have boundaries, no matter if you're a photographer or if you're doing something else, whatever your business is, it is so, so crucially important to have boundaries. Um, so me and Samantha are going to chat lots about that. Uh, Samantha, where you're getting into this a little bit sooner because you've been full-time now for a little while. How do you yeah. feel about boundaries? Cause I know in the beginning it was like really rocky for me. Cause I wasn't exactly sure when I said yes, when I should say yes, when I should say no. So I was kind of like, on the scale of like, oh, I, you know, what about if they don't like me? And that was like a really big thing for me was I was scared of what if they don't like me? What about if they don't think I'm good? Or what about if they don't trust me because I'm a new photographer? So I was kind of all over the place and didn't really have any set boundaries. Um, at the beginning, I was kind of the same thing. I was just like, do whatever, whenever. Yeah. And now I actually am like, no, like I only do certain things unless I'm asked by like current clients and like, set certain times and stuff like that for responding to messages and that kind of stuff. Sometimes I'm a little too excited still. And I still message people back at like midnight. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm so guilty of that. Cause I still do it. And I'm in like 13 years now. Right. Um, yeah. and for me, it's like, it's not even that it's not even that I'm nervous or like, uh, I can't not message them, but it's just like, uh, I don't want them to think that I'm not answering yeah which you know and which does it's kind of dumb because like my work hours are there it shows when I work any but most people know that business is late at night or not open but for me it's like I just like to let them know that like hey I did get your message um so I don't usually respond to it as an actual response but I'll usually send out a late night reply just saying you know like Hey, thank you so much for reaching out. Uh, because it's after hours, I'm currently not in the office, but I just wanted to let you know that I did receive your message and I'm going to get back to you between our business hours tomorrow. And just that way, so they know like, hey, I got your message. I do care about you, but I'm just, it's too late right now. We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that way they know. And then they, because usually sometimes people are impatient and I find when they're waiting, yeah. they're kind of like, 
oh, you know, let me message someone else just in case. And they kind of still look around, but when you let them know like, Hey, I'm here, I heard you, I got you, don't worry about it. And I'm going to get back to you in the morning. Cause it's late. Then they're just kind of like, Oh, you know, that was really nice of her to even take the time out so late at night to, you know, message me and just let me know that she got my message. Yeah, and then exactly. usually they're more willing to actually wait for you to respond the next day, knowing that, you know, they know that it's a priority to you. Right. Um, but it's definitely like, I like doing it that way. Cause for me, I'm not, I'm making sure that I'm still within my boundaries. Like I'm not setting up the appointments at, you know, 12 o'clock at night, laying in bed, taking money from people. And I didn't do any of that. Like I make it very known, like, Hey, it's after hours. I got your message, but I promise I'm going to get back to you. Yes. Um, it took me a long time to do that because before I would like sit up all night. Like even if I was dead tired, laying on the couch in my jammies, bun up, you know, and my phone would go off. I was still messaging people back. And then I started to notice the pattern of people constantly messaging me late at night because they knew I'd answer them and they knew I was up. Yes. exactly. And then I felt like at some point it was like, okay, well, when do I have time for me? Or when do I have time for my family and my kids? And when my phone's not up to my face. So I've been really like down on myself and crunching down on that of like, the boundaries that I need to still be setting and keeping firm on and being okay with this is my time and I don't have to work and not feeling guilty about not working because I shouldn't be working that late and I should be having time with my family. Exactly. But I find I still struggle with that. What was that? I still struggle with that, but yeah, it, it definitely, it's hard. Like it's, it's because when you're a one woman show and you're doing it all, it's hard to turn that off because you just feel like you're constantly hustling and grinding and you're trying to make it all happen. But sometimes we forget to tell ourselves, like, you know, it's okay for us to have a break too. And for us to kick our shoes off and throw on a messy bun and not do anything for work. Don't edit, don't do anything, just relax and have time for you have time for your family. And as business owners, a lot of the time we don't do that. We just work, 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 and work exactly. our life. Yeah. And I think that's why like, I stress so much how important it is that we set boundaries because the boundaries aren't just for our clients. They're for us too. They're for our own sanity and peace of mind and to protect us and not just protect our client. Yes. Um, I know for me, I have a lot of, I had a lot of struggle in the beginning, especially when it came to my business hours. Now, I don't know. Do you have set business hours? Uh, I do not have them set on my webpage, but I do have like set hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so important. Like I found that that was a game changer once I did that, because before I was just kind of like, whenever you want to pay me and hire me, I am there. And I never yeah. had any real hours and it became a problem because I had a studio line in my old studio and I had the, like the cell phone was connected to it. So I would forward the calls to my cell phone when I was going home. That way I never missed any calls, but it was crazy. I would have people calling me at like midnight and right. Yeah. And leaving and being like, Hey, I was calling someone to book a photo shoot. And I'm just like, are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. I know and what you mean. It just became ridiculous. And I had someone, I don't even to this day, I still don't know how this lady got my address, but she showed up at the front door of my house at 7am. I was I sleeping and she was ringing my doorbell and I come to the door thinking like, is it a delivery or a parcel? And I'm like, I don't remember delivering any, like, you know, yeah. So I go up to the door and there's this little, this little old lady at my door. So then I felt bad. Cause I'm like, Oh, she's older. And she probably didn't want to call, <laughs> but I don't know how she got my address, but she drove to my house. So she's like, I just wanted to book a photo shoot for me and my husband's anniversary. And I'm like, Oh God, oh, it's like 7am. And I'm like dead asleep trying to answer the door. And I feel like a complete moron. <laughs> oh, how sweet though. Yeah. It was cute though. Like I wasn't even mad as soon as I opened the door, I was like, Oh, it's a cute little lady. I don't even want to be mean and tell her she has to leave. <laughs> right. Invite her in for some tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. But it's definitely like, it's so vital. Like this year, even I've cracked down so much on so many other things when it comes to the boundaries that we have to set, because even being in so many photography platforms and like all the different groups on social media, like I know that you're in some of them, cause that's how we originally linked up. Yes. Um, the stuff that I see some people ask, and I'm just like, Oh, like, it's so annoying sometimes that I just, I grind my teeth and I'm like, are we as human beings? Like, do we honestly expect people who own their own business to never work or sorry, to never not work? Right. Like, I think sometimes we ask a lot of business owners and it's made me so more cautious of it that I really try to be mindful when I'm speaking to other businesses, because you really don't know what happens behind the scenes. And some of the things you say can be really hurtful. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Like I, I recently, um, I seen someone was talking about editing style and that was something that I was like, you know, I know that that's been a hot topic for a while in the photography groups of people saying, you know, well, this client said she doesn't like my style. And like, they always post like the little preview of the photos that they sent their client. And they say, you know, these are the photos and she's really upset. She said she wants a refund or she wants to reshoot, but she downloaded the photos already. So if you didn't like them, why would you download them? Um, so I know everyone handles that a little bit differently. How do you feel like, do you, do you find that that's something you've ever had a hard time with is like, we like the photos, but we don't like your editing style. Um, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I've had that. Um, in the past, I have had a couple of clients that have said that they wanted their pictures a little warmer. And I've had some clients that, um, weren't happy about their skin tones, So I did adjust those, of course, Um, but sometimes you just got to make your clients happy and sometimes you just got to know when to bite the bullet and just say, you know what, this is my editing style. And if you didn't like it, you shouldn't have edited or you shouldn't have uh, booked me. Yeah. And that's something that I stress, not just to photographers, but I stress so much to my clients and even to people who just are talking to me about photography I always stress to them, like, it is so important to check that photographer. Oh, don't just book with them because you've seen they had a sale because that's how you get all the craziness that ends up happening because someone didn't check you out. They didn't do any homework. They just instantly hired you. And then if you guys don't vibe properly, it ruins the whole experience. It really does. And especially when it's like someone saying, you know, I don't like your editing style. I want you to edit like this. So like for my, for mine, um, I actually have it in my contract, like, about my editing style and how my editing style is. And then at the bottom under that, we'll say like section A, and then it will say um, for like minor adjustments. So I let them adjust things that are within still my style. So like, you know, a pimple on the face, scratches, bumps and bruises, you know, like little things like that, um, that they might not like, or like, you know, Hey, I'm a smoker. Can you whiten my teeth for me? Absolutely. But when it comes down to like the actual style of my edit, I will not change that. So I stress to people, even in their inquiry, when they first message me, I let them know, like, please make sure you've taken the time of taking five minutes and go to my website and just make sure that, you know, I'm a fit for you, that you like my work, that you like my about me and that you feel like, you know, that you vibe with that. And it's really important because I want you to have a good experience with me and I want you to love your photos and I want to make sure that you've done your homework and you've checked me out before you're paying me. Right. So I always stress that to them because in the past I've had people say, you know, oh, well, hey, I, I don't like how you edit. I want them edited like this because this photographer that I was checking out, she edits them like this. And I really liked her pictures, but I couldn't afford her. And it's like, you know, you're, they're pretty much coming to you like a second, like a second one. Like, you know, I really wanted her photos and I like hers. So if you could edit your pictures like hers, but I could pay your price, not her price. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
whether it's a broke price or just people, sometimes people just don't do their homework, whatever it is. But I just stress so much, like how important it is to make sure that you vibe with your photographer, that you're on the same page, that you talk about everything, being really open and connecting and just making sure that that person's a fit for you and that you like their editing style, because these are the pictures you are taking home. If you don't like them, then do not book them. <laughs> exactly. But also I for like us more. as the, what was that? I said, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And like for us as the photographers, like we shouldn't take on clients that don't vibe with us either. Yes. Like, if you feel like you're not vibing with this person, like I have no problem refunding you. Cause I would rather refund you then put both of us in an uncomfortable situation where we're just not vibing together because that's going to show in your photos. And plus it's going to ruin the experience because if I already have a vibe on, I think this is how this is going to go. Most likely it probably is going to go exactly like that. Yeah. And I don't want to put myself through that or you, and it shows in your photos that you're uncomfortable. So like, I would rather turn, turn you down than work with you and you be unhappy. And then considering a small business, like it's going to be word of mouth, right? Yes. So they're going to say like, oh yeah, you know, her photos are really nice, but I felt like this, or I didn't like this or whatever. So like, I just try to not put myself in that position whatsoever. And where before I would just kind of like work with anybody and I didn't care. It was just kind of like, okay, she's willing to pay me. So I'll take it. <laughs> yes. That's exactly how I was until like this year. <laughs> yeah. And we have to get ourselves out of that mindset because when we do that, we're setting ourselves up for failure because we end up working in jobs that we don't enjoy because we're working with a bunch of people that don't match with us. Exactly. So I think that's like so, so important. And like, even with your contract, like it is so important to have a contract. And I get people sometimes that will say, you know, I don't want to sign a contract. And it's like trying to stress to people the, just to understand why we have a contract and why it's there and to protect them and to protect us too. Yes. Um, so I think that's something we should kind of touch base on, like the importance of the things that should be within our contract and just feeling okay with saying no, if something doesn't feel right with you. I find for me personally, like, I find that most people don't read the contract. <laughs> I don't think they do either. <laughs> I have some clients that do and like actually ask questions. Yeah. Um, but I always send like a follow-up and ask them if they have any questions regarding the contract. But I do find there is a nice few people that don't read it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because like I have follow-up emails through everything, like what you're wearing. Don't forget about this. You know, like I talk about everything with them and keep communication from the time they book me until the time of their session. And even after that, for when they're coming back to purchase their art. Um, but sometimes, you know, when I say things to them, it's kind of like a mind blown. Like if they want me to travel and I say, okay, well, here would be the fee. And they're like, what, what do you mean you charge to travel? And I'm like, you didn't read the contract, did you? I instantly know they didn't because I talk, I have a whole section there that's just about traveling and what the, what the cost is and everything, breaking it all down so that they know. And it's like, if you're signing this, that tells me that you've read it. And when you don't read it, you don't know what you're agreeing to because you didn't read it. <laughs> right. And it's so important. Even like, I just, I just wouldn't like, you've got to read it. Cause I could be telling you anything in there and you wouldn't know because I'm not telling you. Right. You, you know, could I could be telling like, you, I'm not giving you your pictures. I could say, Hey, you know, I own these pictures. I took them. You're not allowed to print them anywhere. You're only allowed to print through me or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to see you. <laughs> you don't know that could be what's in there. And you just signed it and agreed to it. Now you're mad because you can't print your picture somewhere else. Crazy. So like, it's so important. And I find so many people just, they don't read the contract and they just instantly sign it. And I don't think, I don't, I, I can't figure out a way to make people read the contract. You know, I've thought of 
putting something at the bottom of the contract that says, once you've read this, please do this. You know what I mean? So if they don't do it, I know they didn't read it. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that. Like when you're done, make sure to email us, uh, something like a heart emoji that says red when you've gotten to the bottom and put it in like right above where they would sign so that I know they actually read it. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that way then, you know, that someone didn't sign it and then you can kind of check them on it and just be like, Hey, I noticed you didn't read your contract. Please make sure you go through it. Cause there's really vital information in there. Um, so I've, I've thought of that recently of putting that in and I'm like, I wonder though, like how many people would still not read it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> oh God. Now here's what I have for you. I have gotten this a few times. Um, I don't want to book an hour photo shoot. I just want to book 20 minutes and get a couple photos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, have I like that. that long hiss on the end. That's, uh... <laughs> That's one of those pet peeves of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that a nice bit. And I don't really know how to explain how it makes me feel, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like doing that. And yeah. it's not something that I do. Yeah, absolutely. So you tell them no? I do. Good job. <laughs> I'm just like, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, um, I find I don't get it often, but what I do get it the most is with headshots. Because okay. I charge on an hourly basis. So I'll say, you know, okay, it's 180 bucks to get headshots. And it's an hour session. You can have two outfits and this is how many photos you're going to get. And they always will try to say, Oh, well, you know, I don't need a whole hour. It's just headshots. I just need two headshots. I don't need six. So, you know, can I book it for just 20 minutes and I don't need two outfits. I'll just do one outfit. Like it's, you know, they always try to lower and it's like, okay, this is, you know, it's, it's hard to make people understand that because to them, it's like, you're just taking pictures. What's the big deal? Just lower the cost and give me what I want. And it's like, okay, if I went to Walmart, I can't say, Hey, I really like this, but I want it for this. And I want this, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, this is what they're offering. This is the price tag. You either pay it or you put it back on the shelf and you leave the store. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So trying to set boundaries with that is really hard because a lot of the time I find that people kind of undermine that and that they don't really take you, your prices very seriously. But once you set those boundaries and you don't budge on them, then people will follow them or they won't. If people really want to work with you, then they're going to follow them. I get that a lot with um, family sessions. Yeah, do you? Yeah, I get, um, for example, like sometimes I offer the minis, which is 30 minutes. And sometimes I get like moms and dads that message me and say, um, can I just book you in for 15 minutes? I know so-and-so is not going to behave long enough to sit there for half an hour or whatever. Or, um, oh, the other ones that, um, or another pet peeve of mine is, um, my sister's going to bring her child and her to the session. Can we do a couple of photos of them too, if possible? Yeah. That was what's yeah. driving me crazy because people, <laughs> and it's hard to address because when you've dealt with it for so long as a photographer, eventually it's kind of like a part of your soul jumps through the phone and wants to grab them. <laughs> and you're like, I know you're trying to get a free photo shoot for your sister. <laughs> right? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, the... I I've gotten that quite often where it was like, 
um, especially at Christmas time, I find that's when I get it the most is when clients are like, okay, you know, my sister wants a photo shoot and she can't afford it. So they think, okay, we'll just bring your kids to my photo shoot. And then I'll get a couple of pictures of your kids by themselves and I'll give them to you. Yes. I did not fall off the turnip truck yesterday. So as soon as they <laughs> message me and say, Hey, you know, my sister is going to come to the photo shoot. Can we do some pictures of her kids? I'm like, yeah, we can get all, some pictures of all the kids together. Sure. And then that's usually the pause when they go, but can we get some of them just her kids? And I'm like, Oh, she would like to book a session. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's my prices and packaging. And here's my website. And that usually nips it in the butt and then they understand what I'm putting down and they're like, okay, she's not going to do this for free. She's going to make my sister book. <laughs> but if you want to bring them in and get in your pictures, absolutely. It's your photo sheet. You can have as many people as you want, but I'm not doing pictures of the kids separately because I know that you're giving her a free shoot and it's not about the money. It's just a principle of setting boundaries and following my boundaries because you can't, once you let it down for one person, then you're, you're going to be letting it down for someone else because someone else is going to say, oh, she did it for her. So maybe she'll exactly. do it for me too. Yep. And word of mouth. So like it word travels when someone says, oh, well, I just did this and she did it for me. Then someone else's does it. And then it just keeps following. And before you know it, you have so many people doing it and you're like, oh, great. Look what I started. <laughs> exactly. So I like, I'm so big on stressing boundaries. And I think that's like, I love getting to do this episode because it's not just something that's good for a photographer or anybody else that's in business, but it's also good for listening clients because you, it might make someone else think and go, Hey, you know, I've done that before. And I didn't think of it like that. And now they have that knowledge that they can say, okay, you know, I didn't think of it like that. And I'm not going to do that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. So I just think it's really great that we can like talk about this stuff and be open and joke about it, but also like, it's not just for the business mind. It's for our clients that are also listening in, you know, future clients. So I want to make sure that, you know, we're always given lots of good info for both. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you do wedding photography. I do. One of my favorites. Yes, me too. <laughs> so I'm going to throw this one at you and let's see if your teeth okay. grind <laughs> a little I'm bit. Nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> your wedding package is out of our budget. Could you do it for this set amount? And I don't need any of the extra bells and whistles. I just want the pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, I've had that lots. Yeah. Um, before I decided to go full time, I used to get that quite often. Mm -hmm. But now, since I'm not, or sorry, since I went full time, I don't get those messages as often. I do have like an engagement session in with my package, and I do yeah. get inquiries saying like, if we don't oh. go with the engagement session, yeah, will we'll you lower the cost paper. if we don't do engagement photos? Exactly. I know all about that one. I've gotten that quite yeah. often. <laughs> I you do know what I've offer. done? Oh, sorry. I've actually done, I've, I've had that question too, but I just flip it. I just tell them that they can't take it out. I'm like this, the price is firm. If you don't want to do engagement sessions, that's absolutely fine. I can give you a credit towards a photo shoot with me. If you want to do a session after the wedding, you could do, you know, um, you know, say a month after the wedding, do like a little, you know, one month anniversary photo shoot of the two of you or whatever. But I let them know, like, say it's good for three months after your wedding, you can use it for a family session or whatever. That okay. way you're still getting a photo shoot where they're losing it on the engagement session. So what makes up for that rather than taking the price out? Because I don't do that. Yeah. I don't take the price out either. It, the price is the price. Yeah. Um, but I do say to my clients that do book and have, ha have had their engagement sessions already. I do say like, well, we can use it for like a fall session or something down the road if you'd like. Yeah, Absolutely. I just always make sure that I always have like an expiry date on it 
because I, don't do that. I that's a good idea. Yeah, because I found in the past when I had first started, it ended up being a nightmare because I wasn't putting expiration dates. And I actually had, and this happened more than one time, that I had someone come in and be like, hey, three years ago you did this and I want to <laughs> cash in on this. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That was three years ago. Like, dude, you didn't use it. But because I'm a business and because I told her that and I didn't give her an expiration, I can't tell her no, because I never gave her an expiration. That's my fault. Yeah. So I have to suck it up and learn the lesson from it and be like, all right, do the session. And you need to now change this and put expiration dates on things because I was getting people using them way down the road or trying to add on to them, take away from them and I started putting all that stuff into my contract because it was so important. And it was an issue that I was having so often, especially in the first beginning years. Cause I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was new. And at that time I just wanted to build clients and build photos. So I was just kind of flying all over the place and doing whatever. And then when I started looking at it, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Everything's all over the place. I have nothing set in stone. <laughs> yes. And then as I started to change it and started progressing with my photography and getting better and then realizing Hey, you know what? I know what I bring to the table. I know that I bring value. I know that I'm fun and I have a great time with these people. And I put a lot of hard work into it. And I know that I deserve to be paid for that. And that was, it was like, once I changed my mindset and stopped being like, I just want to, I just want the money. I just want to book somebody. When I started having the mindset of my worth and what I was putting out there, then it was a lot easier for me to be like, you know what? I'm not taking anything less than what I should be. And if you're offering me less then you're not my type of client, because I want clients that respect me and value my business. And I found once I changed that mindset that everything changed. Like now I don't really have that issue. I like my clients are really good to me and we're good to each other. Yeah. Same. Like, yeah. It's just, and people don't realize like it is, that's why I stress, like your mindset is everything. When you have a business, like you have to have a mindset game plan because it's a lot of the time, like when people ask you things and sometimes it's going to knock you down or make you feel crappy, you have to know how to pick yourself up from that and how to deal with it and sticking to your guns, no matter what, and being like, you know, this is what it is. Take me or leave me because I know what I bring to the table and being okay with saying no. Yes. I used, like I said, like, uh, before I was always the one that was like, okay, well, yeah, we'll do it for this. Like always giving in, mm-hmm. but then I started setting boundaries and now I'm getting uh, the clients that actually respect me in my business. Yeah. And that's why it's so important, like setting out for the type of clients that you want. And I think it took like, it took so long for me to honestly and genuinely understand that because we just, we, we, it's just mindset, right? Like I had to start, what was that? How long did it take you? It took me a good, like 11 years to start saying, Hey, you know what? I'm really good at this. This is how the experience I usually have with my clients. And if I'm not vibing with somebody, like, why do I want their business? Especially those who tear you down because I, I, you know, I had, um, my own personal stuff. Like I had a friend and this is something, you know, how I feel about this, Samantha, like this drives me nuts. I hate, and I know for any other business, business people on here, if you were an entrepreneur, I want you to hear this. I find, and I'm sure Samantha and so many other listeners right now, I can agree with me when I say that strangers support your business more than your own people do. Oh my Um, goodness. 110%. Yeah. Like your family is always the one that will try to say, you know, what's the family discount or, 
you know, so what are you doing for a job? I'm doing photography. No, but like, what do you do to make money? What do you mean? What do I do to make money? I just told you what I do to make money, (laughs) but they don't take it serious. It's like, oh, she's a photographer. (laughs) That's not a real job. Yeah. That's not a real job. (laughs) That's not a real job. I don't bust my ass every day doing this. I promise. I just push a button. That's just a side gig. (laughs) Oh yes. It's a hobby. I enjoy it. It's a hobby that's costing me way more money than I'm bringing in then. <laughs> People don't understand how much money it costs to be a photographer. It's a they lot don't of money. The programs, you know, and, and they have yep. to understand that that's a part of your price. Exactly. Our price isn't just a reflection of, hey, I want to, I want to be a, you know, big up and coming photographer who charges a bunch of money. So I want you to, you know, it's not, it's not about a show and trying to make a bunch of money to say, you know, I'm a big popular photographer. I want to charge $500 just because I can these are all reflected on how much it it costs us to run that business. I can't be spending money out of my pocket to run my business and not even getting that money back. You know what I mean? So it's like so many people. And that's why I say like family and friends, I find are the worst that do that more than anybody else in not understanding how much hard work is put into this business. You know, I don't have a team behind me. So I don't have someone who, you know, I don't have Carol over here who works in the marketing department. And I don't have John over there who does tech. I'm doing everything by myself. I'm doing the emails. I'm doing the marketing. I'm running the business. I'm doing the photos, the editing, you name it. All the stuff that's designed. I designed every last one of them. I've never hired anybody in 13 years to design anything for me ever. Not once. I have. I wish I could say, I honestly, (laughs) I honestly wish I could say I have because it was a lot of freaking work, but I did all of it by myself until I had a mentor, I paid a mentor, but like, she wasn't designing stuff for me. She was mentoring me (laughs) so that I could run my business. But like, I always wanted to learn so much and do it all when it came to graphic design and photography. So I put the two together and I made my own website. I made all my business cards, brochures, you name it. I did all of it. So, you know, the lenses, you know, when you do a wedding, you have to make sure your camera's calibrated. You got to get your lenses clean, like all these things reflect the price of why we charge what we do. The time it takes to edit it all, because we don't just go home and then throw your computer, you know, on the counter. And there's these little magic fairies that edit the pictures for me. (laughs) (laughs) I edit the pictures. I need to be paid for that. The email communication, I'm emailing back and forth with you. When you go to work, if if your job entails you to talk to people, all the stuff you're doing, you get paid for that. That's part of your job. The emails you answer, the phone that you answer, you are being paid for all of that. We need to be paid for that too. Exactly. So all the email communication, me sending you brochures, sending you everything, filling you in, helping you get dressed, pick out your outfits. I need, that's all work and I have to be paid for that. So it's all reflected in the price. (laughs) Yes. And I find that that's, that's a really hard thing when it comes to the people that you who value you and that you value as well. Like you've got to value the people you're working with. It's so important because for me, like I was saying a couple of minutes ago, before I started ranting about this, (laughs) (laughs) I had it personally happened to me with a friend and it really, really hurt my feelings because she was someone who was always like, you know, I have this girl who's getting married and I'm going to tell her all about your work. I have this person and this person. She was always telling me how she was referring me I not once ever got an actual referral from her. So I never knew if it was true or not. And it didn't matter. I was happy that she was, you know, telling people about me or whatever. But then what made me realize that this person wasn't really valuing my business was when she wanted photos. When the day came that she needed pictures, she didn't want to pay my price. 
she wanted a photo shoot and she, she just kept trying to take things out of the photo shoot and say, well, what if I don't get this? Will you do it for this much? And I'm like, no, this is the price. This is the price. And it was like, well, I don't need that. I can do my own hair and makeup. Can you do it for for this? And I'm like, okay, no, but I still do it in a hotel. Well, I don't want to do the boudoir in a hotel because it's too expensive. So what if we do the boudoir at my house? And it's like, you know, it's just, it starts to really just make you feel down because it's like, this person's my friend and I'm trying to give them a good session with quality photos. And it's like, you just feel continuously smacked in the face. And then when I wouldn't lower my package, and this was honestly what made me start to sit down and look at my business and say, like, what am I doing? What am I bringing to the table? And is this the type of people that I want? Was when I told her I wasn't going to budge on the price and that this was the price, she got mad. And she said, I don't know who you think you are, where you live. She said, we live in Halifax and ain't nobody going to pay that price. And she was like, you're never going to make money because no one's going to pay you that. Wow. And that, I don't know, something about that, like it just broke my spirit and it made me feel so crappy because she was such a close person to me that I just thought, is this what it's going to be? Like my own friends don't even support my business and take me for a joke. And it just made me feel so crappy. And then I started to kind of sit and go, you know, are these the type of people that I want in my business or that I want to do business with? I want people that are like, excited to work with me that are like, yes. Okay. Where can I send the deposit? Like, let's do this. I'm so excited who are eager and excited about doing it. Not people who are just trying to get every dollar taken out so they can get it cheaper. <laughs> you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I thought you cut out there for a second. <laughs> I was, I was mid drink. <laughs> I've been, I've been sipping on my hot chocolate and I got all my marshmallows in it. And I'm like quietly trying to sip. I'm like, no, one's going to notice. No, one's going to notice. Just take a little sip. (laughs) No, one's going to know. Well, they know now. (laughs) Um, so yeah, like I, another thing that I've noticed with that is like, do you, have you had the struggle with people asking you, especially like, I don't know if people you're close with, if you were like, you know, can I have the raw photos? Um, I think I've had a couple ask me for their bra like long time ago, but not in recent years. Oh man, you're lucky. I've had it like just weeks ago. Oh really? I don't think that most people realize that their raw photos are actually like a completely different format. Like you, unless you have a program, you can't open them. Yeah. I don't think people realize that either. Yeah. Because I get like people all the time. They're like, well, just give us all the unedited pictures. I'm like, well, if I did, you wouldn't even be able to open them. You're not seeing anything anyways. (laughs) But, um, I've, I've seen a lot of different posts in the Facebook groups talking about this and people constantly saying like, you know, I have this, yeah, I see it all the time. So I was like, man, this is definitely something that you've got to put in your contract. Like it's so, so important. Um, because I find people put like the bare minimum in their contract and it's like, there's so many things we have to touch base on. And it's hard sometimes. Cause like, we don't think of things and we're just trying to get everything in there and there's always more and you keep figuring out more things. And then you go back and you edit it and put more in. And it feels or like it's never ending, never ending questions. My dog, she's growling at the cat. Of course, she's out here with me. She's out in my studio with me. Yeah. And we're both like going nuts. Uh, mine do that sometimes. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I have two dogs time. here. Close the door one second. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and this is what it's like with uh, the unedited raw recordings with us. 
thought the husband was going to keep them out in the other part of the house, but I guess not. <laughs> well, it's funny because like when I'm not working, my dogs are in my studio with me. Yeah. Um, um, so when I have clients, like I take them out, but uh, they're in here with me. So like, I find that recording in the evenings is a little bit easier for me because of where I have kids and I would never get a break on here to be able to talk because right? everybody would just be hearing mommy, mom, mom. <laughs> But with the dogs, they're usually quiet, but they have like the long, hard fingernails. So they click on the floor and I have hardwood in my studio. Yes, me too. So it's the constant hearing of the click, 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 especially if they run around because you just hear all the prancing and them jumping everywhere. So I was like, I try to do my my podcast late at night all the time, even though it's kind of inconvenient for other people. Like I'm sure, you know, to have a guest on and being like, hey, I need you to be a guest, but we're going to record at like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm going to figure it out at some point, but right now late at night is what works. <laughs> so no judgment, girlfriend, no judgment. <laughs> we have kids. It's just late at night is better to do lots of things. <laughs> Girl preach. <laughs> right. I, listen, I swear. It's like, I live at nighttime. When, now that I have three kids, it's like, that's when I live. Cause it's like in the daytime, it's like, I'm working, I'm trying to do everything with the kids. And then at nighttime, that's when it's like the hair comes out, the bra gets whipped off and it's like, all right, let's have some wine. Let's watch a movie. Right. Relax. <laughs> let's have a bath. But really it's actually me thinking I want to watch a movie. And then I sit on the couch and I fall asleep. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not one of those. My husband is. Oh, girlfriend. I so am. It depends no, if it's a good me. movie and I'm into it, then I'm all there. But if it's like finding Nemo with my kids or like even just late at night and I'm just not feeling it and I'm just like, this movie's kind of boring. It always ends with me just sleeping. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep watching a movie. Oh my God. All right. We're not going to count how many times I have. I'm not going to embarrass myself on the internet today. <laughs> we're not doing that here. It's not why we're here. We're here to talk about boundaries. <laughs> Ready? Um, okay. So. I have to ask you, sure. how do you feel about the whole thing when it comes to like our friends and our family supporting our business? Cause I think this is so important and we need to talk about it because I've been, I've been kind of like, I don't know if you've noticed, but like the last like week or two, I've been really in an inspirational mood. So I've been online constantly like posting encouraging stuff for my other business friends, because I know that I I'm not the only one that's alone in this. When I no. say like, some of the different things we go through and how important it is for us to help each other and empower each other rather than always seeing each other as competition and letting each other down. We should be building each other up. And I find that that's going to start at home, like your own friends, that your friends should be your biggest cheerleaders in your business. Yeah, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) But, but Um, if they're your real friends, they always are because your real friends at the end of the day are always going to have your back and push you. But I find yeah. that once you start a business and you take it serious and you're doing your thing, it really, you learn really quick who's got your back and who believes in you because people, you know, it's the snarky comments and the, oh, she has a business, <laughs> yeah. you know, they don't take you seriously. And then down the road, when you blow up and things are going well, then it's all of a sudden, oh, I'm so proud of her. And I'm like, are you, are you? <laughs> Are you sure? Really? Are you sure? <laughs> because I remember you telling me that my job was a hobby and I never make money. And hey, I just bought a brand new car. <laughs> I don't know how right. I got the money. <laughs> um, do you? I gotta ask you. Do you have any of those family and friends that um, don't support you? And by that I mean like don't book you for photos, but then go yep. to a 
cheaper photographer? Oh, honey, I've had my family go to Walmart and not book me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, no. I have literally gone to my aunt's house and seen their family Christmas portrait pinned on the fridge. And they're just like, look how big she's getting. And I'm just sitting there grinding my teeth. And I'm like, you paid this person for these wow. cheesy looking pictures when you have a niece that does photography and you don't book me. I don't understand. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll ever understand. And it's funny because I come from a family that has a lot of entrepreneurs in it. So the fact that they don't support me kind of blows my mind because it's not like they're new to the, you know, Hey, I'm starting a business. This isn't something new to them because a lot of my family have their own businesses, whether it's a small business, a bigger business, whatever, they're all doing well for themselves on their careers. So the fact that they don't support mine honestly kind of does blow my mind. I have a few cousins that are like my rock that always book me for stuff. And it means so much to me because they're my family. You know what I mean? Like it's not about the money for me. I enjoy getting to photograph them, but it's a value. It feels good to me to know that they value me. You know what I mean? Because to me, it's like, I want to take pictures of my family, but it means the world to me that they know my value and that they don't cry about paying me. They want to pay me because they know that I work hard. And that means a lot to me. And, you know, there's times when I'll offer family members a free photo shoot because I want to, because I know the respect is there. So I'll say like, no, you know, I want to do this for you. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And it's like, yes, I want to do this. But this is a very slim few. Like the majority of my family, I have not ever taken portraits of unless it was just like me being at their house at Christmas time and taking pictures because I chose to. Right. But, and here's the thing, even the pictures I took, not one of them has ever reached out to me and said like, Hey, Kay, you were at this event and so-and-so and you took pictures. Can I see them? Like not even one person's ever even so much as said, like, let me see the pictures. <laughs> oh, wow. And I've never posted them on Facebook on purpose because I wanted to see if anyone would say like, Hey, you know, let me see the pictures. Like no, no one has shown the slightest interest in what I do besides a slim few. Wow. That's mind blowing. Yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, I don't even know how to feel about it. I've kind of just learned to let it go and just be okay with the people that I know are in my corner and support me. Cause if you think of it the other way, and it's like I said, it just comes down to the mindset. So I feel like if I think about those that don't support me, that I get upset rather than thinking about those who do support me. Right. So I just try to like change my mindset on it because if I don't, I get upset and then I get in my feelings and then it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't, yeah. I don't want to have negative feelings about my family, but at the same time, like it's, it's very frustrating. <laughs> I don't even like, take you my know, camera out around my family anymore. What was that? I don't even take my camera out around family anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't really that much either. I think it's mostly at Christmas and it's just because like, there's some of the young kids there that I love to death. So like I take pictures of the kids together playing by the tree and stuff like that. But yeah. for the rest of them, like I don't go around taking pictures of like the family all laughing together. Cause I just, you know, once you feel like you're not supported or you're taken as a joke, you just don't really take it as serious anymore to be like, you know, Hey, I want to take pictures with you guys. I'm just kind of like, I look over there and I'm like, eh, no, <laughs> yeah, I want to take pictures of the kids. I'm fine. I like kids more than I like adults. We're okay over here. <laughs> um, yeah, like it's a really short list and it's, it, it does make me upset because when you think about it, it's like, when I look at social media, there are more strangers that write me the nicest letters. And I've never met these people a day in my life. And they message me and say, you know, you're so encouraging and you inspire me so much. And I love your work. And if I can be half as good as you and stuff like that, and it's like, it's so heartwarming. And I'm just like, oh my God, like that's so sweet. 
And although it was such a small thing, it really truly means so much to me because I don't get that from the people that I would expect to get it from. I get that love from strangers and people that don't know me. Or I get it from new friends who have recently become new friends, you know, friends that I've had over the last five years who are like, you know, I support her so much and everything she does and they boost my business up. But people that I've known my whole life, it's, you know, it's at this point, I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, shit or get off the pot. I just don't bother. I just don't let it get to me. It's just, yeah. I find people, a lot of the time that people are afraid of change and growth. So a lot of people stay in that same small mindset. And when you're growing and you're outgrowing the box that they've built for you, they don't like that. You know, instead of clapping that you're growing and that you're succeeding in life, it's like, we expect you to fail when you're not meeting those expectations and you're doing well for yourself. Instead of being like hand clapped to you, like, I'm so proud of you. It's like, oh, you know, she thinks she's this. So she thinks she's that. And I just, I'm really about vibes. I'm really big on energy and vibes. So when I feel that that energy is not there and that love is not there, then I just remove myself from it completely. Right. So uh, that was my long-winded answer. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't noticed, I like to talk a lot. (laughs) So sometimes you just have to be like, hey, zip it. (laughs) I can talk for more than I should. (laughs) I wouldn't do that to you. You should. I talk too much sometimes. (laughs) It's funny that I struggle to have a podcast and run it by myself because I get bored. (laughs) You know, you would think as much as I talk that I enjoy just talking and ever endlessly, you know, just ranting and going on. But I'm like, after five minutes, I'm like, this is boring. There's nobody to talk to. How do you do a podcast by yourself? Right. I know it's going to be, it's going to take me a little while. I'm going to get there and I'm always going to have guests every few weeks. But right now I'm in like the awkward stage where it feels super weird talking to people, but no one's there. And I'm just talking into a microphone and I'm completely by myself. And I'm like, how do you do this for 30 yeah. minutes and not get completely bored and just be like, all right, well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just laughing and being giddy and having fun. I feel like I'm being completely like I'm BSing everybody. Like I'm sitting here completely alone in my bathroom, giggling and laughing. And I'm like, there's no one here laughing with me. This feels weird. <laughs> right. <sighs> Oh, okay. That would be really weird. Yeah. Right. Oh, (laughs) so I want to know about your experience. So I'm going to throw that same question you threw at me back to you. How do you feel about family supporting your business or have you like had photo shoots with family relatives, friends or like close friends that you consider family? Uh, Okay. So I'll start with the family part. I have had photo shoots with family. Um, and not one of them have paid. So they're all done for free. <laughs> oh, yes, this podcast comes with sound effects. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so they're all free. And um, yeah, I no longer do that. Even though none of them have reached back out to me to do photos since mm-hmm. I've decided to go full time. Um, I don't know if they would pay my prices, to be honest with you. I really don't. Uh, Sometimes I do get offended when I see my family members going to another photographer. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, you know, sometimes it's just, I got to accept that. And I guess I'm kind of in the mindset now, like if you're going to invite me to your, oh, I don't know, uh, Scentsy online party, 
mm -hmm. you're not going to support my business. Why would I support your party? So I just like decline. I need so a sound effect on here right now where it's like, the, ah, and all the hands clapping. <laughs> that should have been right there when he said that, because that's what I was doing from the other end of this computer. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm at now with that. Um, friends, I don't really have all that many, <laughs> like close friends, I should say. Yeah. Um, I have made some really amazing friends in the recent months through my photography business. Um, there's a couple of them that, um, have booked me for their weddings for next, like the coming summer. So next year. And I talk to one of them almost daily. Like we are the best of friends and like, I don't know. It's awesome when you develop those relationships, but as yeah, for actual friends, um, I sometimes offer to do them for free just to like do a couple quick photos here and there for like sample photos. Yeah. And you know what, that's um, actually a really smart thing to do because like where you're building your portfolio, um, is showing like your new rebranded stuff in order to show new rebranded stuff. It's hard to do that with a client because they don't know what your rebranded stuff is going to look like because you're still rebranding. Right. So the best way to do it is to do a model call or to ask your friends. I do that all the time. I'll say, you know, I have this awesome idea that I have for a photo shoot. I need someone to test it out on. I don't want to do it on a client because if I mess up and it doesn't go the way I want, then this client's going to be like, wow, you're a joke of a photographer. You don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> right. So like, I don't want to make myself look stupid. I need someone to practice on. So I'm confident in this and I'm good going forward or whatever the idea is. And I'll like post it on my personal Facebook outside of business. And I'm like, this is for my friends only. Please don't share it. Please don't tag anybody. This is just for people on my friends list. I was just wondering if two people could be available for such and such, please let me know and give me a message. And then I'll use them as the models, do it, and then use it to advertise on my website so I can have more photos in my gallery to say like, hey, check out our new rebranded photos. Yeah. So there's definitely nothing wrong with that, especially if you're trading, because like trading is my best friend. Like I love networking and trading with other people because it's like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. You need photos, I need this. So let's trade. Right. I've offered that a few times, but, um, I haven't been taken up on that yet. Yeah. It's honestly great. Like even just socializing with other people, as you start to socialize and getting on Instagram and you meet other people locally, whether it's another photographer, whether it's a graphic designer, like just anybody, I love that. There's so many people that I network with now and talk to all the time. And we all support each other's business. And if I want something, I'll go buy it from them. But if they need photos, then I'm like, girl, you know, I was going to get this in your store. Why don't we just trade? Cause what's the point of her paying me $300 and then I'm going to turn around and go to her store to get this, to get this and give her 200 back. It doesn't make any sense. Right. So I'm just like, Hey girl, don't worry about that. I was looking to get this in your store. Why don't we just make a trade? And then they usually always say yes. Cause it's like, why wouldn't I, you're only going to, I'm going to put money in your hand. You're going to give back to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like, I love that. And it helps us grow too. Right. We get to grow with one another helping each other in our business. And also like whenever I do get something from a business, whether it's trade or I buy it, I always post it on my Facebook. And then I'll say like, Hey, check out this such and such that I got today from such and such place. Check them out. They're amazing. Their staff is so friendly and whatever, and give them a review. Cause then other people are going to go check them out on Instagram and that brings them business. So it's yeah. not just networking and helping scratch each other's back so that we can all grow. Exactly. So I'm like super big on that. Now, let me ask you this one. Okay. <sighs> I'm already like grinding my teeth before it even comes out. Cause I'm like, I know any photographer uh -oh. listening it's to this, bad. it's not, it's not bad. It's annoying because all of us photographers at some point get this. So you always get the friend that doesn't want to pay for a photo shoot, but they'll, mm. oh, they're always the friend that says, 
hey, it's my daughter's birthday next week. You should bring your kids. You should bring your camera with you. Mm -hmm. So that's really the code word for you should take pictures of my kid's birthday party for free and then give them to me later. <laughs> right. But it's always chucked in with the invitation. Like, hey, we're having this event. You should come to it and bring your camera. <laughs> that's happened a couple of times. Well, <laughs> I don't know how you deal with it, but I do bring my camera and I don't take it out of my purse. <laughs> I've, uh, I've done it once. Yeah. I actually did take the pictures, but I won't do it again. That's yeah. a big, so one. I realized how to handle that situation. Now I know everybody does it differently. Some people will just flat out say, no, some people will do it. I am a smart ass born and raised. I cannot help it. It is in my blood. So especially and these are my friends. So they know I'm a smart ass. So like, they're not even offended to be honest. Most of them laugh at me and then they're like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the camera. I leave it in my purse. And then when they realize that I'm not taking pictures, they'll always say like, Hey, you didn't bring your camera. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I brought it. It's in my purse. And they're like, Oh, you're not taking pictures. You didn't ask me to. And they're like, well, I said, bring your camera. And I did. <laughs> and, <they're> like, <laughs> and it's like, it's either they crack up laughing or they get frustrated or they don't know how to say they want free pictures because they don't want to admit it and say, hey, I want free pictures. So they kind of dodge around it and they're like, oh, well, you know, could you take some pictures maybe when she's blowing up the candles or whatever. But usually what I do when people do that is I'll bring my camera after I joke with you for a minute, I'll bring the camera out and I'll shoot. And then when I go home, I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> And I'm like, here, you know, and I don't send the pictures. I will send them an invoice and say like, you know, I really appreciate you having me at the party say, here's the invoice for your images. Let me know when you're ready to send it over and I'll send you the, the copy of the photos. And it's not, you know, and for some people they're like, wow, that's mean. And you don't shoot free stuff for your friends. And like, it's not about shooting free for your friends. It's about valuing my business and my time. Exactly. And if someone doesn't see value in paying me, then why should I put them first and feel that I have to lower myself to do that photo shoot? Right. You know, I don't feel I should have to do that. This falls back in line with boundaries. Boundaries aren't a sometimes it's an always, whether you're my friend and, you know, people, and this is something I've had to try to change mindset of students because they'll say, well, she's my friend. And I'm like, I'm not trying to discredit and say that you're not friends, but if she was your friend, she would support your business. And when okay. friends support your business, they don't ask you to work for free. They want to pay you because they respect you. And they know that this is your business and that this is your income and livelihood. And they're not going to take that from you. They don't work for free. And they don't expect you to work for free either. Now, yeah. if you're offering different story, if I say, Hey, I want to take these pictures. And I've even had friends turn me down when I offered and say, no, 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 I want to pay you because they value my business. And I know that. So a lot of the time, I'll give them a discount and be like, no, babe, like, you know what? Like I want, I want to do this for you. So if they're refusing to pay, to not pay, then I'll get, say like, okay, pay me 50% because oh. I, because I wanted to, I chose to, because it's someone that I really appreciate who values me and our friendship. And sometimes I just like giving back and I will. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't right. matter, but when it's expected from other people and I've never offered, and it's just expected like, Hey, you're my friends. You're supposed to do this for free. It's just a changing that mindset of, well, if you're my friend, why do you not value my business and feel that you like my work enough, but not enough to pay for it? Exactly. You know? So I think that's such a big thing as entrepreneurs that we have to get out of our head is this whole thing of working for free because someone cares about us or loves us. We have to understand these people care about us and love us. Then they need to pay our price. Business is business. Exactly. And like, I think that that's so important. hundred percent. They need to, definitely support us 
and not yeah. ask for fees. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that like, again, it's just all about that mindset shift. And once you change that mindset going forward, it's so much easier because you don't take things so personally anymore. Yeah. Because once you have the mindset of saying, I know what I'm worth and I know what my value is, you're not willing to decrease that for anybody. And you have that positive um, mindset change of like, you know, if you value me, then you're going to pay me. And if you don't value me, it's okay. You know what I mean? You're just, you're able to just say no. And you don't feel bad about it Faces when we start out and we're trying it out and everything, and we don't have our mind all there yet, or we're still figuring it out. And, you know, we're on the training wheels of our business and everything's kind of loosey goosey. And, you know, we just kind of do whatever just to try to get, you know, get that, that business, get that check, pay that bill. But once we get to the point that we don't feel guilty saying no, and we value ourselves and we know what we come with and what we offer, there's no going back after that. Like you, you, your whole vibe is just different. It's not just about the client and showing your client that you mean business and that you have boundaries, but it's about ourselves, like us looking in the mirror as business owners and being able to say like, you know, I know what I bring to the table and I know what I have. And I know that nobody else is like me because I have this. And yeah. you know what I mean? Being able to explain that just power of saying, you know, I am powerful and I'm good at what I do. And I am okay with saying no, if it's not to my standard, you know, if it's not meeting my price, if it's not meeting the value and the respect, if that's not there, I need to be okay with just saying, okay, we're not a fit for each other and letting it go. Yep. And I think that like, that takes such a long time to do because so much of the time it all comes down to us, our boundaries, you know, our, I am so shirked when I say this and I mean it from the bottom of my heart so much. If you don't have boundaries, how do you expect your clients to know what your boundaries are? Exactly. Our clients can't know where they are if we don't put them there. So we have to be okay with laying down those boundaries and stop worrying about, well, what if what if this person doesn't like them and goes with somebody else, then let them, let them go with somebody else and be okay with it. They're not a fit for me. Cool. Somebody else is, but it's not you. And that's fine. Yeah. And I've even will refer people. If I feel someone's not for me and I, you know, I'll say, you know what? I'm so sorry. I don't think we're a fit for each other. I think that this person would be a great fit for you. I can reach out to her for you if you would like and send you over to her. I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm so fine with that. I am so fine. Like if you want to go to another photographer, you're not going to hurt my feelings. And I think that's one of, well, that's another thing. And I, I know I'm like touching off topic here on that one. Um, in the group that you and I are in on Facebook, yep. I've seen people posting in there talking about this. <laughs> I've seen that a few times as well. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me so sad because I'm just the amount of photographers I see who go through this, like it just, it blows my mind sometimes. And I'm just like, honey, you just got to be okay with saying no. Yeah. Like you just got to, at some point, like the more we keep saying yes, you're not happy about your job anymore because you're not getting where you want because you're not setting boundaries. So you're always getting people that are trying to lowball you because once you allow it, it's just like, it snowballs and it keeps going. And then you're just never meeting your ideal client. You're never meeting that person that matches you because you're always getting low balls because you're always letting that down and saying, you know, okay, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. And then, you know, people think, 
yeah. And people think I find a lot of time people think if I do it once in a while, it's okay because no one's going to know. And it's like, no, because they're going to tell someone like, oh yeah, well she pays this much, but she let do it, did it for me for 50 bucks, which yeah. also creates another problem because then it might piss someone off. Who's previously been to you and paid full price. And they said, well, Hey, how come you did it for her for 50 bucks? And then you right. have a, no, a whole nother issue on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just, uh, I know I rant about it, but I, I stress it so much of like, we need to support each other. And like, if you have a friend who owns a business, support your friend, go buy their business. We spend so much time as human beings with our phones to our faces, looking at celebrity gossip, watching the Kardashians, you know, supporting Beyonce, buying her album, going to her concert, buying merchandise, but your friend down the street who owns a business and you don't buy squat. Yep. Beyonce could care or give a rat's fuzzy ass. And I'm sorry for cursing. <laughs> <laughs> But Beyonce doesn't know who you are and could care less that you bought her album. There's a million other people that also bought her album, but your friend down the street who has a business is struggling. Exactly. Because you're not supporting them and they feel like crap because you're their friend and you're not supporting them or you're not taking their business seriously. Yeah. And it's a smack in their face. Like go support your friend's business. Give them some love. It takes five minutes to press the share button on Instagram or on Facebook and share your friend's business. And I promise you, your friend's going to thank you for that because it's something so simple, but it needs exactly. to so much. Even just a like and a share goes a long way. Like so much. You and don't I have to purchase anything. Yeah. Even just doing that is, I'm thankful for that. So much, so much. Like the people that I have around me now give me so many good vibes and such good energy. And it's so uplifting. You know, when I post stuff, you know, I, I expect, you know, a couple likes, maybe I share here or there, but some of the stuff that I get back, honestly, like I've had times that I've been laying in bed early in the morning and open my status from the night before. And like, I'm teary eyed reading them because I'm just like, Oh wow. Like I just, I, you're blown away sometimes with just such admiration for people and the things that they say. Yeah. Like this morning I woke up to my cousin made a whole post about me on her Instagram and oh, she, wow. made, she nice. made me cry. She was just saying like, you know, this person is such an uplifting person and she never gives up no matter how hard it gets. And she's grinding she takes care of her family. She has a beautiful kid, you know, three beautiful kids. And she was just going on about like how hard I work and how much I've built and what I've came from and, you know, what I went through before and what I overcame to get to where I am today. And I was just like, wow. Like just knowing that you have that person that supports you, it means so much. And it doesn't have to be this big status, but just simply buying something from their store. Hey, if what they have isn't something for you, buy it for somebody else. Christmas is coming. Buy something from their store or their online store or whatever it is and gift it to somebody else for Christmas. Exactly. That's still supporting your friend's business. Even if it's not something that may be for you, it could be for someone else. But that is what I'm going to say for today. I'm going to let you guys uh, enjoy your day. And for those who are driving to work, I hope that you make it to work safe. <laughs> Thank you so much to everybody who joined us on our podcast today. Definitely make sure to check us out. In two weeks time on Monday, we are going to have a guest speaker. I'm not going to tell you who it is because it's a surprise. But I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much, Sam, for coming on today. It means so much. I'm glad to have you on here again. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. I will see you in two weeks on Monday. Bye.